ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. (laughs) On this podcast, we're going to talk about ghosting. Now, don't be alarmed if you haven't heard that term before. Um, honestly, I didn't know what ghosting was until like maybe a couple of years ago. Um, I'm sure most of you, because you click the link, most of you know what ghosting is. But I want to talk about it a little bit because I came across this article that I found very, very interesting. Talked a little bit about ghosting and you know, what it is and how to deal with it. So I was like, you know what, this, <laughs> this is something interesting to talk about. Uh, simply because like for me, um, I've never been ghosted before. And to be honest, full disclosure, as most of you know, I'm married. So I've been married for 20 years. So when ghosting probably became a term, uh, I was way out of the game, but you know, it's, uh, I think just looking from the outside, looking in, I can see how frustrating and how annoying being ghosted would be. Um, I do remember, I think maybe the first time or two that I heard it, I I have, you know, friends that are single. Um, I don't think it happened to any of my friends but I do remember my homegirl telling me about one of her friends that was ghosted and she used that term. And this was a couple of years ago. And I was like, ghosted. <laughs> I was like, you mean Ghostbusters or something? Um, and so she kind of explained it to me, you know, put me up on game. So I was like, OK, that's interesting. I mean, we just called it something different back in my day. Back in the 90s, you just got dissed. <laughs> I mean, there's no such thing as being ghosted. You just got dissed. Um But I still found it interesting that coming from where I came from and just how I believed in communication, I found it interesting that someone would get to a point where they would just basically just disappear and cut off all communication. Uh, Something that was a little bit harder to do back in my day. And I'll touch on that in in a few. Um, So. Here's what typically happens when someone ghosts you, right? Um, You're feeling this person. You might even be thinking that this person is made for a long-term relationship with you. You like hanging out. Maybe they're cool. They're funny. Y'all have a good time. Easy to get along with. Maybe the sex is great. (laughs) And then seemingly out of nowhere, they just disappear. You go from texting every two minutes to radio silence. And you're sitting there and you're just thinking like, what the hell just happened? That's ghosting. Um, Again, I can only imagine how frustrating that is. So ghosting is basically just rejection without the finality of ending a relationship or a friendship or situationship uh it's when someone literally stops answering your phone calls your text messages without 
any type of form of explanation. And again, this happens out of nowhere. And so ultimately, I would assume, I mean, we all could assume that it would leave you or leave a person, you know, feeling hurt, maybe confused. Uh, Some may be depressed, uh, definitely paranoid. Um, So one of the questions that they talked about in the article was, um, what does it mean when someone is ghosting you? And again, I, I go back to, you know, a couple of the first times that I heard the term ghosting. And then I remember uh, it being dealt with in a TV show that I watch, uh, Insecure, uh, in season three of the hit show Insecure, which is on HBO. Um, love that show. Uh, season three, the main character, Issa Rae, uh, she connects with this guy named Nathan and they hit it off. They, you know, enjoying each other's company. She was getting over a relationship. He was a new guy that kind of just, you know, came around and just kind of found his way into her life. And she really wasn't looking for nothing. And he wasn't really looking for nothing either. And, you know, they went from spending a great deal of time together and, you know, going out on dates and just having a good time and sex was good and the whole night, everything was perfect. And then all of a sudden, Nathan just disappeared. <laughs> and so Issa's calling Nathan and she's calling and she's texting and no response. And like time went on. And for the sake of the show, I guess let's say it was a couple of months. She didn't hear from him at all. And she's, you know, she's wondering, OK, well, what is it that I did did I do something wrong? Did I say something wrong? Um, because normally people will give you a reason as to why they don't want to kick it. You know, they may say, well, hey, you know, I'm just not ready for this or I may not. You, you're just not my type or whatever the case may be. And I think people, you know, again, looking from the outside, looking in, because I'm no expert. <laughs> um, I think people can tend to understand and deal and cope with someone telling them straight up like look I'm not feeling you I'm not feeling this or I'm not ready for this whatever the case may be and that's cool that's an easier pill to swallow as opposed to someone just dipping on you and like (laughs) you don't know where they went or anything so it's bugged out. So that that season was very, very interesting. And um, I won't spoil it for you, but Nathan comes back and he says, hey, I, I'm, I was dealing with some things. And he basically said he was depressed and he was having an episode of depression and he just didn't really know how to handle talking to her and so forth and so on, which I thought was crazy. But, hey, you know, <laughs> that's just me. Um, so yeah, that was one of the first times that I actually saw something play out. Cause again, I, 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 I don't, I don't know of anyone or at least no one's verbalized it to me, someone in, in my circle that has been ghosted, but obviously, especially nowadays, given the fact that so much communication is done via technology, um, a lot of dating and getting to know people is through dating apps. 
uh, as opposed to, you know, back in the day, you just see people face to face or whatever the case may be. Um, So ghosting is a real thing. And so, uh, again, that's part of why I wanted to bring this topic, you know, to the podcast. Um, So one of the questions they ask, what does it mean when someone is ghosting you? Um, And again, generally speaking, if someone ghosts you, right, it typically means that they're not feeling a relationship or situationship anymore. But they don't want to go through the process of explaining that. Um, I'll say this. Personally, <laughs> again, you're talking to the old married guy. I think that's a cop out. I mean, like, if you're not feeling me, tell me. Straight up. <laughs> I mean, just tell me. Is it what I want to hear? No. Will my feelings be hurt? Maybe. But I will respect you more for telling me than to just disappear. Um, And I remember uh, just having a conversation with my oldest son, uh, maybe about a year or two ago. He was <laughs> he was going to break up with this girl. He was like, yeah, I'm going to send her a text. I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. And he was like, why? I was like, you don't break up with somebody via text. That's not what which that's not what we do. You go see her. You go meet somewhere or whatever. She invite her. I said, well, you can't invite her over here because I don't want to get mad ten at my, my house. <laughs> but um, but the point that I tried to make to him was like, look, just out of respect for the other person, you don't break up with someone via text. You know, I'm pretty sure you're not gonna ask a girl to be your girlfriend over text. So you shouldn't break up with an over text. Call me old fashioned. Call me old school. I mean, hey, it is what it is. But I just wanted to make sure that I put that seed in my son's brain because, you know, I wanted him to I want him to to handle situations like that when they occur. Um, Again, yeah. And I know it's different because it's technology. Yeah. You kids and people, they talk and text and stuff all the time. But I I don't I think that's. I think that's kind of lame and kind of crass, to be honest. But, you know, again, what do I know? Um, so, yeah, that's what it means to be, you know, ghosted. But basically, the person doesn't want to go through the process of explaining why they don't want to kick it with you no more. And like I said, ultimately, it's a selfish move. Um, you can get out of a romantic or situation or sexual situation without actually having to put yourself through any type of discomfort or bad feelings. Um, The problem with ghosting is that you don't, you don't take it to the other person by any type of account. You don't, you don't worry about their feelings. You don't worry. You don't care about their feelings. You don't care how they may handle it or how they may react. Um, But if you're the one that gets ghosted, um, you probably feel a little different. So, you know, I, I just, I don't think that that's, uh, it's not really the way that you want to go, to be honest. Um, 
the one thing that they did talk about in the article is that a lot of times people will say, well, I'm just busy. I'm, I'm you know, I, I can't, I can't, I don't have, I don't, I'm so busy that I, <laughs> that I don't have time to tell you why we can't be together anymore. Now, come on, man. That's, that's bullshit. You know it. Uh, here's the thing. We're all busy, right? I'm busy. You're busy. We're all busy. However, we always find the time to do whatever it is that we want to do, no matter what. Um, it doesn't it doesn't matter. It just, you know, that just when people say they're too busy, it just it lets you know where their priorities are and you're not a priority. And if that's the case, you know, so be it. But I think you should at least tell me that. But at the very least, (laughs) how much does it take to send a text? How much does it take to pick up the phone and say, hey, look, you know, it was cool. I enjoyed going out with you a couple of times. I enjoyed us, you know, bumping and grinding. But, uh, you know, this is it. This is the end of the line. Um. Now, one thing that I did pick up in the article, it said, and I wrote this down, it's very key. It said, don't accept less than your worth. If you're putting yourself out there and someone doesn't message you back, they probably aren't worth your time. We're all too old and too awesome to be playing games. If they are really into you, they'll make it happen. This should be the bare minimum. Okay. I'm feeling that. I understand that. And I think that's a very mature way of looking at it because, again, no one wants to be ghosted. So. Ultimately, they ask the question, what should you do when someone is ghosting you? Um, One of the first things that they mentioned and I agree with. First, it's okay to say. Or to admit that you've been shaken up. I mean, like, I don't care who you are. I don't care how cool you are. I don't care how pretty you are. I don't care how much money you got. Nobody likes to be rejected. <laughs> I'm going to just keep it a bean. Nobody wants to be rejected. So it's okay to say, okay, well, hey, you're, you're not okay. The fact that this person deemed you the one to be ghosted. I mean, ultimately it sucks that someone cares that little about you or whatever you meant to them that they couldn't even show you the respect to verbally break up with you. Um, two. And I know this sounds cliche, but don't worry about it. Um, and the reason why I say don't worry about it is because Ultimately, you don't have any control over it, right? So it's reasonable to feel that you've been robbed of closure. And I think closure is very important in any type of friendship, relationship, whatever the case, situationship. It's very important because closure helps you move on. And if you don't have closure, you can't move on, really, to be honest. Um, And then the last thing that they talked about was... um. While this is a logical feeling, 
and every person deserves an explanation, you probably won't get one. So the sooner that you accept this, the better off that you are. Um, as I mentioned in the, the insecure episode, the or the the see that season, season three, um, Issa got to a point where she was just like, you know, Nathan's gone. <laughs> and like she didn't know if he was dead or she was, you know, if he was in jail or whatever the case was. And she, you know, obviously it's easier to ghost people now because we have all of this technology and we know how to get in contact with someone. Think about it like this. The person that you are seeing now or you kicking it with or used to kick it with two years ago, you probably had some type of access to them outside of a phone number, meaning maybe you were affiliated on Instagram. Maybe you followed them on Twitter. Maybe you knew that they had a Facebook page. Maybe that you maybe you knew they had a podcast. I don't know. (laughs) So. There was more than one way for you to get in contact with them, and that made it even more frustrating, given the fact that you could not get in contact with them. Um, Ultimately, one of the things that you have to remember about being ghosted is that. And I think Issa did a good job of reminding herself of this, that it's a them problem, not a you problem. And I think I know that's easier said than done, but I think even in that case with Issa, as soon as she got to the point where she could realize that things were a lot better and and it will be so much better for you. So ultimately, as I mentioned, what happened in Insecure, Nathan comes back. So what do you do when the ghost returns to haunt you? Um, a couple of things. You can be straightforward about your feelings. If you were hurt, it's okay to say so. Um, I will say this. The person that ghosted you does owe you an explanation if they expect to reenter your life. I mean, if we've been kicking it strong for three months and you disappear on me for three more months and you come back like everything's cool. Nah, bro, we're not doing that. (laughs) I'm going to need an explanation. I'm going to need pictures. I'm going to need like everything. I'm going to need your passport. (laughs) You just can't keep running in and out of my life you just can't I mean so you don't want to ever open yourself up to be hurt like that again so they definitely owe you an explanation if they expect to re-enter your life Uh, don't bundle up your feelings and pretend like everything's okay because it's not and a lot of times I think people use that as kind of like a defense mechanism, you know, just to kind of front like I'm I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm straight. But you're really not. And it's okay to say that you're not. But I don't give advice. <laughs> but after reading the article and just, you know, seeing what people go through, uh I would proceed with caution when the ghost returns. Because more often than not, they just might return. 
I don't think that you probably should give someone that much uh, leeway and consideration given the fact that they gave you very little when they walked out the door. So nah, I'm, I'm not I'm not rolling like that. But that's just me. Again, what do I know? I'm the old married guy. <laughs> Ultimately, if it looks like a ghost, sounds like a ghost, and vanishes like a ghost, chances are it's probably a ghost. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for me. Thank you for checking out the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.